Kilo, Alpha, Papa, Lima, Oscar, Whiskey, India Tango Zero. I am Capowitz Media, and this is Capowitz Radio, episode 169. Thank you, gentle persons, for tuning in. Hashtag KM is at Capowitz Media on Twitter and the rest of social media, and also has an email address. All its own, that being media at mail.com. I'm going to get to news in a bit, but first, Mike, how's it going? I'm here. I could hear. Uh, it's going good, Tap. It's as good as could be expected. Oh, well, we're kicking off on a downer. That's great. We'll also end on something pathetic. Uh, how you doing today? I'm doing great. No, oh, sorry. God damn it. Fine. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Fine. That's correct. Jeez, I'm sorry. I blew it. You had your chance. Uh, well, it's, it's certain times call for, you know, whatever. But uh, news, news. There's some breaking news happening, actually, here at Capitalist Media. I've burnt, just moments ago, I, I've burnt the roof of my mouth on a fresh chunk of artisan loaf I had just pulled out of the oven. And um, it might not sound like much, but Mike and those listening at home, it, it, it's a debilitating injury for a person that does what I do. This, this is no joke. Right. This is, this is the high ankle sprain, if you will. Blister, blistering and peeling? Blistering and peeling. And um, didn't want to get too uh, TMI over there, but yeah, blistering, peeling, uh, just, and I have such sensitive skin, even in my mouth, that hopefully it heals quickly. But I'm actually not smoking now because I didn't want to introduce more heat to the, uh, to the equation. It seemed like the wrong thing to do. Uh, so I wise decision. let my coffee cool off. I'm sitting here with a cup of coffee. Uh, well below scalding temperature, and um, you're apparently in a tornado. So we're both doing something. Uh. <laughs> so where where are you? Yep. Actually, you've been home, I imagine. I'm sitting. Oh, I'm lovely. I, I plan on visiting outside later. I save it. For, save it for when I actually uh-huh. really need it. I don't want to. I don't want to become over familiar with the sensation of sitting on my porch or in my carport. I want that to be like a special treat, like a little midday getaway from my living room. So, it's especially well, now. That you're well, not I, I mean, let's let's be serious. I'll, I'll be smoking in short order, but um, I just initially like this really just happened like moments ago. So, like I said, like uh, I probably won't review anything until the peeling, blistering, whatevering is gone. But I am going to smoke something. And um, actually, remind me, somebody sent me an email. I wanted to touch on that. So, Mike, remind me back on that. But um, okay. I also have a little bit more news. I want to mention that, again, if you've been watching Kaplowitz today uh, on Facebook.com slash Kaplowitz Media, uh, if you watched yesterday's in particular, in particular, you'll realize I kind of gave up on the whole Herf thing because I approached it honestly incorrectly. 
and I set everything up incorrectly for it. And we'll touch more on that, but it's getting a lot of views. It's getting some attention. I have people telling me what I say on it because I forget half the time. So that's good, but it's a show. If it matters, if there's an important distinction there, this capitalist today is a show 5 p.m. every day, seven days a week, that specific time. And um, it's just me kind of just, uh, Mike, what do I do there? I just, I bullshit. I do really nothing. Right. Well, it's, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, telling stories, telling stories, discussing outlawing I guess. things. It's okay. Yeah, it's, there, it's there's worse things you could do. And really, I have almost literally a captive audience. Right. So why not stick it to them? You know? And and it's going to last the right. length of the coronavirus scare <laughs> uh, or until we're all dead from the coronavirus itself. One or the other. Um, also, one final call. Bean to Brew. The Coffee Podcast Project I just recently competed, uh, completed with Ken Fletcher of uh, Paper Tiger Coffee Roasters. If you gentle persons have any questions, any stone we left unturned, any lingering doubts as to what we said, please shoot me an email, capitalitzmedia at mail.com. If I can't answer it, I'll forward it to Ken. He'll get back to me or he'll get to you directly. And we'll take it from there. If there's a lot of those questions, I will go and do another podcast. So there's that. Mike, you are windy as hell. Yeah, it's a little it's a little <laughs> breezy out here. Uh, I did I did want to say something about the yeah. whole virtual herf thing. I mean, a lot of people are putting stuff out where they're calling it a virtual herf. And it's, it's, I mean, it's basically a podcast or a vodcast like they've always done. But, you know, for me, a virtual herf is when I'm doing it with my buddies and we get to be almost face You know, I, I wanted to do, make not. a topic of that, but we could go right into it because I had on my little docket of stuff to discuss here that that was a priority because really okay. what I began with, and I'm speaking for myself, I began my Kaplowitz today before it was even called that as a place for us all to hang out. And I would be the host. I didn't have an eye on being the voice of it necessarily. I just wanted to be a host to a virtual herf. Um, you could say a real life herf doesn't even need a host other than giving a place to be. Uh, it does, definitely doesn't need an MC style host. So maybe I stepped out of line there a little bit. Um, I do realize that my entire quote unquote career, I've been telling people to leave me the fuck alone. So it's a little out of step with, hey, come hang out now. And, and, and that's another <laughs> mea culpa. Right. But, um, and all this, all this again to say it's, it's quite popular. I'm getting a lot of views, a lot of listens. But um, it's just a redirect. Everything evolves organically at Kaplowitz Media. But these, you're absolutely right. These virtual herfs, I would question that they're herfs. And my, my main, one of my main right. pet peeves with it is, would you, if you were not online, if, if this was in real life or IRL, as the kids say, as opposed to online, 
would you even want to partake in this? Would you recognize it as a herf, as just a few people hanging out smoking cigars, or would it be weird? You know. Again, again, for me, it's the personal interaction. I herf with my buddies that I normally see on Thursday nights. So now on Thursday, the we per- do a video herf. And it's like yeah, hanging, because it's it like is. hanging with the same guys. And- <laughs> the the right. thing is, if you're if you're herfing, and, and and I don't know if people have picked up, a, a lot of people know what a herf is. I have some crossover audience that might not. If you haven't picked up as to what it is, it's basically just a hangout where everybody's smoking cigars. That's a herf. Now, if you a right. cigar party. Now, if you were hanging cigar out party. at a herf, and I'm going to give you a couple of scenarios. And we're gonna, and that's all gonna point to larger issues I have with these V herfs. If you were, and, and I don't mean to throw anybody under the bus, but I only say that because I'm about to. So whatever, but no names. Now, if you were at a herf and somebody walked in, sat down, and didn't have a fucking shirt on. That would be a little weird. Okay. Uh, more than a little. That would be a little weird. And you might tell the fat guy to put the shirt back on. Or even if he wasn't, even if he was chiseled, like, dude, you need a shirt? You know, it's, it's, it's just, it's not a perfect, and I'm not saying, you know, it's shtick. And at the point shtick enters, you're not really quote unquote herfit. You're not hanging with the boys. You're partaking in the viewing of a show at the point that shtick begins. The other problem I have with some of the V herfs, and and I have to preface a lot of this with I could only last watching one for a couple of seconds. And it's equally the product as it is my ADHD. I can't sit there and watch people smoke and try to pull words out of their asses. So the other thing is, if you're herfing with your boys, as as the cool kids say, and somebody comes in, and we have some right. personal knowledge of what transpires in this situation, if somebody comes in, Mike, and just wants to talk only about their own brand, only wants you to smoke their cigars, doesn't want to talk about anything, just wants to talk about their brand. That's not welcome behavior to a hangout. That's and what I'm correct. That would be frowned that upon. Would be frowned and upon. rightfully so. And a lot of these V herfs seem to have some kind of like a guest, which at that point it's a total show. It's not just a hangout. It's a podcast. Right. It's right. a vodcast. And a lot of it is. It's the same thing. They except it wasn't a V-herf. It was ago. a podcast or a vodcast. Now it's a V-herf. And that's fine. You know, am I going to throw shade on them for capitalizing on like everybody being on lockdown? No, it's the elephant in the room. You have to address the elephant in the room. We're all on house arrest for crimes we didn't commit. Let's address it. We don't have to live there, but let's address it. But I wouldn't mind being part of a V-herf. The thing is, I am not in real life a herfer. I'm a solitary smoker. So again, 
throwing shade on myself. What the hell, Mike, was I thinking when I thought my Kaplowitz Today daily show would be anything other than just a show of me talking and everybody else shutting up and, and listening to me be a fool? So, you know, the V-Herfs, they do serve a purpose. And that purpose is like any other form of entertainment. It takes your mind off of what's going on. It takes your mind off of what's going on by using something that you like to be part of, that you feel a part of. And more power to them and more power to the Herfers. But it is going to get to the point. I can see it coming, Mike. And it sounds like it's getting to the point with you, too, that it's, it's, it's kind of a pet peeve. Right. It's starting to yeah. get overwhelming. Yeah, and I, I, I again want to be on record, even though I stumbled out of the gate, so to speak, or had to mis, mis, uh, you know, misdirect the intentions of the show. I was one of the first to come out there with this idea, and I'm not saying I'm the first. I'm saying several people followed suit. I think that's fair to say, and um, it kind of. I've talked about it before, you know, and, and mostly jokingly saying like, look, I, nobody could post black and white photos of cigars. That's me. I did that first. That's mine. You know, it's silly to certain extent. Right. There's only so many, there's only so much under the sun. So when I make fun of people for following me through the game, it's whatever. Thanks for listening. But it is worth noting. I was one of the first, you know, and, 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 you know, no names or anything again, but Mike and anybody listening, you could, you could take my idea. That's fine. Because I probably took it from somewhere else, or maybe we came up with it at the same time, but to do it after I started doing it at the same time, I do it. Head to head competition. You are, or this other person is, by a large entity. He's not an indie guy like I am. Not to over-romanticize the independent nature of Kaplowitz Media, but I'm going to fucking do it. So with his backing, with his in-place following from a large company, it's a little unseemly to like every time. More often than not, I'm live. And as I'm live, I get updates and it says so-and-so is live. So-and-so just started a live video. It's a bit much. Right. You know, it's a bit much. Yep. But anyway, what are the virtual herfs? Did we miss anything with that? Like, So if you were going to host a herf, Mike, what would you do to make it a real right. herf instead of a podcast in different clothes? Well, it's 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 done in one of those face to face uh, conferencing type uh, apps, so that everybody's face is on the screen all the time, and right, everybody's talking. So it's like it's yeah. almost like and there's no audience, together. there's no entertainer, there's there's no uh, right. subtle free advertising. Uh, there's you know. I would say there's more entertainment at JR while we're sitting there watching the rest of the crowd. Right. And, and, and really, I think at the heart of my issue with this is that it diminishes the value of the typical everyday cigar smoker. 
because do we need shtick? Because we're entertaining now. We're not really herfing. We're entertaining, but we're in, we're inviting shtick. We're inviting uh, quote unquote stars or known right. people in the industry. It really serves to publicly diminish the importance of the average smoker. And that guy, our girl, or any of the other 82 genders is the lifeblood of the cigar industry. That smoker. They're nobody special. They're just a person right. that smokes. And, it, it, and I think that's chipping away at it a little bit. But anyway, so yeah, at the end of the day, everybody's cooped up. Uh, thank God uh, I, I'm just with snack tray. I, I can imagine these people locked up with their sma- with their spouses. Right. And I, but, I, I often wonder also how many people that are participating in these herps are really even smoking I, a cigar at the time. Right. I mean, well, if it's, it's, about. it's about the average smoker enjoying the cigar. Right. So let's not forget about the cigar and all that equation. Right. And yeah, it, it's just it, the more I talk about it, it's more and more unsavory, to be quite honest. And I'm glad I'm just shooting the shit for a half hour every day. You know, I'm talking about bread. I'm talking about New Yorker right. uh, postcards, which, by the way, I'm going to get yours in the mail, Mike, tomorrow. And I, there you go. I finally found so, what I like. It was actually my favorite, too. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and and a final word on uh, on that show. That is only a Facebook thing. That's not going to appear anywhere else. I'm not going to put it on YouTube. I'm not going to put it on the website. It's only on Facebook. I don't know what the future of it is going to be. People have already asked me if I'm going to continue it on after, you know, this lockdown. Who knows? But I Who knows can't when that'll really. Foretell it being very easy to record a new half hour every day because it's again, it's not a herf. I'm not just shooting right. the shit and letting people talk in the comment thread. I have to find something to talk about. It's not really a problem with me, but still, right? And I and I had I I had been thinking that eventually it might go. We'll to see. Treatment. We'll see. And um. Maybe at that point, but I mean, like, how would how would people expect me to do this if it's a, if it's a daily podcast or vodcast? There's there's uh, uploads and downloads and and filling in the descriptions and yeah. putting links in and put. I mean, what people see publicly is really just it's like the proverbial tip of the iceberg. There's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes. And um, if you'd like to support all that, please do. And I know times are rough, gentle persons, and I know everything is uncertain. People are insecure. But if you're in a spot where you could just pass a couple of bucks my way, Kaplowitz Media way, I would greatly appreciate that. And uh, I might even send you a little something. But that's uh, paypal.me slash Kaplowitz or Kaplowitz Media on Cash App. And I'm going to hit that real light. But Mike, sit tight because I also really, really want to. Some people say they need to touch on their sponsors. You also said there was an email. What's that? You also also said something Uh, about an email. 
uh, uh, I just want, okay. I, I just really want, what I was saying was some people say they have to mention their sponsors. I'm champing at the bit to mention my sponsors. I, I walk, I, I, I go outside and people wave to me and I'll say, smoke illusione because I just, I just want to, you know, I, I go to the store and, and the clerk says, um, would you like a bag? And I say, I sure will. Have you heard of GTO cigars? And uh, anyway, anyway, <clears throat> Illusione cigars deep in flavor, deep in your mind. Illusione cigars for your cigar comfort. That's www.illusione cigars.com. They are not industry standard and gto cigars from tabacalera gto dominicana are made from the finest aged first generation cuban seed tobacco and then meticulously crafted by some of the most experienced rollers in the dominican republic today visit www.gtodominicancigars.com and we're going to take a trip to the debonair athenium but in a little bit, in a little bit. And uh, so something else, Mike, I wanted to talk about. Uh, IPCPR, yes. PCA, trade show, kind of around the corner. July, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, it, it would be, I would think that no matter what happens from this point on, it would be very, very difficult now, for them my, to hold that. My thing is, I guess, why haven't they canceled it yet? Not that I want to see it canceled. Not that I'm wishing anybody well, good, bad, indifferent. Why haven't they canceled it, though? I, I don't know. Maybe they have to give all the money back? I don't know. But, I mean, at a certain point, what I see happening is they... And they certainly don't want to look like they're caving into well, the Well, that's four the problem. But take the bull by the horns or wait for Vegas to cancel on you, and then you're being cucked by Vegas as well as the big four. Pardon my French. This so grab the bull by the horns, publicly say, look, this is – we can't do it. You don't even have to explain it. I was going to offer a potential brief explanation, but at this point, you don't even have to explain it. No, it just happened. There's nothing you can do. And the beautiful thing is, it couldn't have happened at a better time for them. They should be jumping all over this opportunity to cancel because they need to lick their wounds. They need to repurpose themselves. They need to rebrand themselves. There's a lot of work they need to do as an organization. And... And, and we see, and we see that they're not really capable of turning. On no. So the longer they have to do it, exactly. Let's get the wheels turning in the right direction. You know, Jesus grabbed the wheel for Christ's sake. Like it, it, there's an opportunity <laughs> that we don't have to hold this wounded trade show. So let's not. Right. And let's 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 fix right. it. Take, take some yeah. time to regroup. And they're just, they're so completely indecisive, which is really maybe the root of all their problems. Complete 
indecision. No balls. Right. You know, no, right. no testicular fortitude, perhaps. But again, uh-huh. cancel it, reassess in a very purposeful way. And they have some hard, and again, I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, speaking poorly of them necessarily as a group, but they obviously have some hard looks to take at themselves. They're losing ground to a competitor. Right, they're not, they're uh, losing battles right. left and right. And, and I think it's a good thing that they get back from Las Vegas the money that they put out for this gigantic area. Right, because again, if you're not following at home, the four largest freaking entities that show at that trade show are not going to be there. They let them walk. And I'm not putting the onus on IPCPR, PCA, for leading up to them walking necessarily, but I am putting an onus on them for letting them walk. In other words, there could have been some conflict before, but at the end of the day, you can't let the four big boys walk away and continue to hold the show as if nothing right. fucking happened. We're not stupid. What What did they say, 15 or 18% of the floor at space? Least, I, I hadn't heard the particulars, but I would say at least, I mean, like, Jesus, Drew Estate, they were huge. Every year they were like the big, huge, talked-about water tower, whatever show. Right. Bridge, bridge. whatever monstrosity with middle-aged men and snapback hats, but that's whatever. Right. And da- and Dabinoff brought a room with the country <laughs> in it. At a certain point, when you're, let's say, negotiating with these guys, you have to do whatever they want if they're talking about walking away. You can't let your show walk away and then keep on charging everybody else the same amount and keep on telling the public they have to be right. there and keep on telling retails they can't retailers they can't miss out. People like I said, people aren't stupid. Right. You know, and, and at least they got the message about the consumer oh, loud and clear. Loud and clear. And yeah. and I think really maybe they do think we're a little stupid, a little daft, because l- look at how they made the transition from IPCPR to PCA. They thought they were being cleverer than everyone. And then it leaked right. out. And who had egg on their face? The guys with the losing trade show. That's who. They're losing to TPE, who's not even an organization. They're just a trade show. That's right. big. And it's a bad kind of big. But, yeah, I, I just I wish they would cancel. I mean, that's uh, maybe I said a lot about a pretty simple statement, but I don't know why they're not canceling. There must be some kind of money thing. That's the only thing I could think of. And somebody, uh, somebody there is fingers crossed hoping that this all goes away and they could hold the show and not lose more money. You know? Yeah. But... Mike, I did kind of lead into, I want to talk about something else that it leads into, um, stuff closing. Uh, I don't know if you're a fan of France. I happen to be. I like, I like the French very much. They're, they're, yeah. they're intelligent, vulgar. French, French toast, toast is, is good. good. I like a French press. French fries, don't even get me started. Great on a cheat day. 
right. freedom pa- fries. Pouty <laughs> <laughs> brunettes, sure. You, you know, like and, and anything French, um, I, I really like. They're they're vul- like a, they're, they're vulgar. They're intelligent. They're crass. Uh, they like to smoke. And um, historically, like more you. than now, uh, it, it really is. There's even French <laughs> Jews. Could you imagine? Yep. Anyway, boy, they must really have trouble. Uh, yeah. Where do you go from there? <laughs> like, where's where's your safe spot? <laughs> if if you're a Jew in France listening to the show, <laughs> let me know if you are right. But uh, anyway, anyway, France. The tobacconists are open because they're labeled essential. In the U.S., we're not essential. Are they, I should say. I'm not a retailer. Tobacco retailers, not essential. Not JR essential. is open. JR is, a, some of them are managing to be open. It looks like a state-by-state thing. But essentially. Well, they also have a restaurant, so they're doing takeout food. That's the caveat, I believe, because coffee the other Caputz Media dalliance, those are open. They're only takeout, but they're open because they kind of squeezed in with food, their right. food service. And maybe that's where JR comes in. Maybe that's maybe. whatever. But I don't think in France there's that caveat because I don't see how you would put tobacco in with food in an essential right. way. So. Well, My maybe, understanding maybe of it is it's essential on their own. But so is alcohol. Liquor stores are open. Well, here, yeah, alcohol right. is. So, uh, so I would think there that you could sell wine no matter what happens. The end of the world, they're selling wine. I mean, if, if, if there was ever a time <laughs> to smoke them if you got them, you know, if there was, if there was ever a time to day drink. But, yeah, it, it, and why I'm saying that is it seems like another ball drop and not to keep piling on the PCA, formerly uh, IPCPR, but it right. seems like they dropped the ball here because it seems like they had precedents from other countries where tobacco tobacconists are essential, are considered essential. And uh, it would have been a big boon for them to come out and say that tobacco shops are open because they're labeled essential. Right. And, and it doesn't seem, like I said, with that precedent set in other countries – and alcohol having that label here, it doesn't seem like it should have been that hard of a fight. It seems like something they could have accomplished. Am, am, right. I, am I reading that wrong? Or uh, I, I would think that would be the case, but that's a state-by-state state thing, isn't it? Some of it seems state-by-state state because I know uh, from talking to other people, uh, Oregon is different. Oregon likes to, as a state, follow suit with California. Okay. So you could kind of figure out what's going on here by that statement. Right. But um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm in New Jersey. We're at the epicenter. Everything is closed down here. Really just the essential things. And that counts food and liquor stores. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and there's, some, there's some states where the liquor store is in the supermarket. I've lived in the Midwest where you could get hard liquor. You could get brown booze at the Safeway at Kroger. Right. So I don't know. It just seems like it could have been some type of an opportunity, or maybe I'm just being a negative Nelly with the PCA right now. But it seems like something they could have really taken and ran with 
were essential. All right, our maybe. stores would be open if they want to be. Right. So. I don't know. I don't know what that's what that involves on the on the political level. I don't really I don't really know what's going on there. But yeah. perhaps they could have tried something. Perhaps they did. Who knows? Well let's let's put it this way. There are a lot of people talking about usually humorously that liquor stores are open and essential and labeled as essential. It right. would be cool to have tobacco talked about in that same way. How's yes. that? Yep. Anyway, it's yeah. time for us to uh, take a trip. Well, it, let me make this all official. Let me make this all official. It's time for live, gentle persons, live from the Debonair Athenium. Presented, of course, by Debonair Cigars. Visit them at www.debonairhouse.com. And today, I'll be reading from an actual physical book. Those who aren't familiar with that, a book is like a blog, but it's on paper, and there's heavier paper around those papers that are like pages on the blog. And posts. Sometimes leather bound. Sometimes leather bound. Let's not upset any PETA listeners out there. But this book I'm reading, (laughs) this book I'm going to read for on this live from the Debonair Athenium is in its physical form because it's actually a book from Lewis's snack trays, my son's school library. And on his little vacation, his open-ended vacation, from school, I took home this book, and um, we're going through it. And it's the Scholastic Dictionary of Idioms. And um, I, I don't know if okay. people out there don't know what an idiom is, but I'm really not in the mood to explain it. Um, it's Listen to this. I'm going to read this real quick. Just one entry from it. There's several entries. It reads kind of like an elongated dictionary. But let me see if I could find... Okay, power behind the throne. The president's wife had so much influence on him that people knew she was the real power behind the throne. Meaning, the actual but unrecognized person in charge. Origin. This saying was being used in England by the 1770s Throne does not always stand for a royal position. It could mean the office of any leader. If someone else is telling the leader what to do, he or she could be called, quote-unquote, power behind the throne. Now, I read that just because I opened up to it. But um, when we talk about IPCPR and PCA, what's the power there? In, in other words, who's screwing? Who, who's, who's shitting to bed? It's supposed to be the retailers that run that organization. Ooh, you're breaking up a little bit. Uh, that, that's supposed to be the retailers that are running that organization. Right. Right. But I get the feeling they're really not because I speak to a lot of retailers that aren't happy with the organization itself. 
So you think the manufacturers have too much power there? Maybe. Are they the power behind the throne from the scholastic dictionary of idioms? I mean, they didn't like the the way things. They didn't like the way things were, and they left. They took the ball and went home. Right, but then again, they felt entitled to do so. Right. So does that point the finger away or toward them? I think away. Away. they couldn't make it happen. They... So, oh, you're breaking up a little bit, I think. But so, so, who is that power behind the throne, or is it is it nobody? Is that the problem? I think it's whoever's on that that committee or whatever they call the the leadership of that group. Right. Which, how much do you know about that, and how much is readily knowable? Exactly. Nothing. I know nothing. Exactly. And I've looked into it and I know little more than nothing. So, and, and uh, I mean, they're making money. They're asking for more money. And, and it always strikes me as funny when PCA, uh, Cigar Rights of America, when they ask for more money. And I've said this before and I've gotten in trouble for it, but they're losing at every turn. At a certain point, you have to show your worth before you ask for more funding, don't you? Like, like, and and I use some positive, right? Some positive outcomes that they can point to. That's that's something that I could, as a potential donor, lay my hat on, rest my hat on. You know, like, and, and I always use the analogy: somebody, company X Y Z, buys advertising from me. A month later, they approach me and say, hey, I'm not getting any bump off of this. You know, I gave you a bunch of money, not for nothing. I'm not really seeing any any return on investment. And my reply probably shouldn't be, or at least it won't be successful, I would imagine. Well, what you need to do is buy more advertising. Give me more money. <laughs> right. That'll go over Right, good. but isn't that essentially what's happening? Or am I missing something again? Maybe I'm a dummy. And and uh, in the position I I'm in, if, I don't know if I don't know if advertising is really a good enough analogy, because what they're really selling us is the the ability to fight into the future. Rule. Okay. Okay. Uh, not necessarily monetary uh, uh, compensation. Gotcha. So it's not a bottom line kind of thing. Not not on a ledger anyway. Not that bottom line. Right. That's it. Right. And again, I don't know anything about what goes on with their, their head guys. How, what kind of salaries they pull. What percentage it is of what they bring in. Right. I don't, I don't know. I, all I know is Glenn Loop has some lavish bow ties. So he's, 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 he's not hard up. <laughs> I don't know. Uh-huh. I, it, it, I, you know, it, it, there's just a lot of stuff going on that, I mean, and it could all be kind of tinted by the happenings that's going on worldwide. I could just be gloomy. Uh, but, you know, uh, I don't know. What are you smoking? Did you say what you're smoking? No, I haven't. What are so, you doing? Uh, I am smoking a Perdomo Habano Maduro. 
And, and let me give a selfless plug. <laughs> uh, uh, if you haven't read my review on, the, on my favorite Perdomo, the uh, 20th anniversary Maduro, uh, you can find it. And, and I'm sorry, there's a lot of letters here. K-A-P-L-O-W-I-T-Z dot X-Y-Z. <laughs> and you can search, you can search for W-E-I-N-S-T-E-I-N. And I believe this review is at the top of the list. And, and, and if you do all of that, you're virtually fluent in Yiddish. <laughs> go, go ahead. Sorry, sir. Yep. That's okay. So this is a very nice cigar. This is their Habano Maduro. And for those not familiar with Perdomo, they have gigantic farms there and a huge uh, organic farming system. Uh, very, very nice uh, setup that they have. And predominantly on their, on their uh, main lines, uh, they'll always do a Connecticut, a Habano Natural, and a Habano Maduro. And other than that Connecticut shade wrapper that they use on those, everything is from his farms. So the other two are always uh, uh, Nicaraguan puros. Uh, and this one is just delicious. Uh, this Habano Maduro, this one I call about a medium plus, very flavorful. It's, it's not real dark, but I do get a little chocolate. I get a little espresso, nice sweetness from this delicious Maduro wrapper. Uh, just a nice, nice, pleasant cigar uh, for an afternoon. And honestly, if, if I could say something real quick, Perdomo is one of those brands that for some reason I hear like some negative, unnecessary stuff being said about them. For instance, my local BNM back before when I was able to go there before I was banned for life, um, they would tease me for liking Perdomo. And uh, they, uh, I, I rated one quite highly. I can't remember which one, but I remember I went in there a couple of days later and everybody was flicking me shit for rating a crappy cigar so high. But uh, um, I don't know. He makes a lot of good cigars. It's, it's well, honestly he makes a one, lot of cigars. He makes a lot of cigars. They're very classic. Right, so are, you mentioned the right, way they're some, released. Very classic, traditional. Right. right. And, and and I also forgot to mention that that the this is the from the bourbon barrel aged series, and I believe at this point he bar, bourbon barrel ages all the wrappers, other than those Connecticut shades, on everything that he does. Some cigars, I think he he barrel ages the entire cigar, uh, others just the wrapper leaf. But I believe they're all using that bourbon barrel agent now. So that's his and it, his shtick, kind of. Or maybe it's not shtick; yeah, it's, he, it's his thing. You know, he learned from his father, who was a manager of a couple of factories in Cuba. So apparently, that's something that they did there. Huh. Eh, yeah, I like them. I like them. Their price point, if you're paying out of pocket for it, I mean, it's a pretty decent price point for what you're getting. Yes, and uh, I mean that goes a, that goes a long way. And construction and combustion, liked, I've never had a problem with the way they've been built. Uh, this is burning like a razor. I mean, ash holds for a good couple of inches, even the wind out here. Uh, it's burning straight as a razor. Uh, uh, he always likes the slightly larger ring gauges. So this is a fifty-four for a Toro. Uh, <laughs> they're very nice, very nice. So it's a nice long smoke, also. 
Yeah. And the draw is wonderful. He draw tests every single cigar. I think he has a machine that can draw test like 20 cigars a second. I was going to say, I was hoping his spit isn't over all of my cigars from Perdomo. Uh Uh-huh. Especially not nowadays. Right. You got to be more careful. Yeah, that was a different world when you could stick every cigar in your mouth before sending it off. Uh, That was yesterday. That was old world. Yep. So did we cover everything? I'd like to keep these about this long. Anything else you wanted to touch on? No, I'm good. I uh, I think I covered everything. Well, we've had wind, we've had humor, right. we've had wind some seems harsh... to die down a little. Yeah, exactly. To show us the door, and uh, <laughs> we've had some some hot takes on this show, uh, on this rendition, this iteration of Capowitz Radio, and also we've had a little bit of bandwidth issues. I've heard some roboticized. Mike and maybe Mike has heard some roboticized cap here and there. Lots of people home, lots of people on the internet. Yep. Xfinity keeps raising my speeds. And if it was regular world, my computer is priced so fast now, I wouldn't believe it. But just to keep up, they keep raising the speeds. Yep. So that's, that's a problem when, when things are like this. Yeah, it's crazy. Everybody's on uh, porn tube went free. I didn't even know you could pay for porn tube. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I I think did 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 Hulu go free? I have Hulu already. I don't know if the but there's what I'm saying is everybody's home. Everybody's nuts. Everybody's streaming podcasts. What, audio, what I'm finding video. Is, what I'm finding is most of them are extending their free trial, uh, but at the end they still want the money. Right, <laughs> and they want that credit card too. That, that free trial begins with a credit card. Yes, indeed. Right, right, right. And if I could tell anybody anything, I would say don't do that. So, um, yeah, this has been a show, Kaplowitz Media. Mike, thanks for hanging out. As always, it's been a pleasure. I figured after, and, uh, after a couple of weeks of doing that thirty minutes alone every day, I, you might want to talk to somebody. You know, and 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 you're as good as there is. Thank you. As long as there's no follow up questions, but yeah, it, it's it's tough, man. And I got to do it again. It, it, what time is it? Uh, we're recording now. It's not quite eleven o'clock. It's a little after ten thirty. In like seven hours, six seven hours, I have to talk to myself into my phone for a half hour. Right. So uh, yeah, and it's video. I mean, come on. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. But thanks, everybody, for tuning into this and that and everything else. And um, I'm going to go see if I could pallet a cigar right now. So, Mike, stay safe. You and yours. You too. I'll talk to you in a bit. You too.